here we are. How are you? <laughs> Good. That's a I appreciate better, the it? understanding. Yeah, it switched over to my mic now. Yeah, no, I'm, I've got twins that are 12, and my my no wife way. just took my mother-in-law home to Mississippi. So wow. I was like, my band's coming over tonight. I, I completely understand when things go on. Yeah. So Are your twins girls or boys? Or boy one girl. of each. Oh, one of each. I've, I've got a 25-year-old. Oh, lucky duck. <laughs> uh, well, my, my wife, uh, Diana, when I met her, I already had a kid. I had custody of him. He's, he's my oldest. Uh, he's 25. Uh, and I said, I'll give you one kid. You got to trick me into two. And so <laughs> she got pregnant with twins. I was like, oh, you're, the lady came up. She goes, look, oh, you're about to have two. I was like, I only ordered one. And she goes, well, sweetheart, there's two right there. And it looks like there's a third. And I'm like, what? She said, well, it hasn't formed yet. She said, what oh happens is it's rare, but occasion apparently you can get pregnant while pregnant. I didn't know Stop. that. <laughs> Not either. My husband jokes about hitting me with twins all the time because he wants three and I want two. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't joke about twins, sir. You do not joke about twins. Do you have twins in your family? Um, my great aunt, I don't know. I mean, if that's a near enough relation, but she had three sets. One of them didn't make it, but three sets. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Were they in your wife's family or your family? Uh, both. Apparently, I oh. had one on my side, and Diana has one on her side too. Oh my goodness! So I didn't. Were you know saying that. turn my gain up or what? what uh, you yeah, mean? your mic is still. You're still kind of low. Okay. Gain up, gain up, gain up, gain up. Hello, hello, gain up. It's still. Gain up. I can adjust it after because I'm recording. I can keep looking, going. Keep going. I can go higher and higher. Da, da, da. It's looking red for me, but not red for you. Okay. There test, test, test. Yeah, Six. great. Yay. Hi. <laughs> so you're coming from Georgia? Yep. Yeah, now you got to know a little bit. Now it is. Oh, clicking. boy. <laughs> there we go. That's better. And, and I'll, I'll keep like an said, eye I'll, on it. What I'll do is I'll just, when I go edit these, because I always pre-record them, and uh -huh. then I'll go into the, uh, i put it in GarageBand, and I'll put like uh, the waves, and I'll, I'll adjust what I need to. to oh, make awesome. It sound, okay. Sound better. Okay. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, you never know. We're in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I was just in uh, North Carolina and South Carolina last weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. My family lives in Charlotte, and we were visiting them, and they said, do you want to go down to Hilton Head? And I said, hells yes. I'd love to see that place. I've never <laughs> been there, and I've heard it's so beautiful. And it was beautiful. Have you ever been? I have once. My, yeah. my wife's yeah. military, so she was uh, mobilized oh, wow. in South Carolina. Wow. And around Hilton Head. So for, oh, for wow. shits, shits and giggles, we went and looked at yachts there just you know so i'd sell a house and live on a yacht yeah and they, they had dolphins swimming in in the pool oh, oh my gosh so yeah <laughs> the wildlife that we saw was an alligator so i would have rather seen dolphins well i took the kids to florida um mm. and we do the everglades tour so we took mm -hmm. a fan boat through the everglades to see mm. gators and they had a good time yeah, it is so interesting, but terrifying. I got way too close to a gator in New Orleans. I look back and think that was stupid. <laughs> but everyone was like, they don't hurt anyone. Hikers are on these trails all the time. But still okay. stupid. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's like people say, oh, my dog doesn't bite. No, your dog doesn't yeah. bite you. True. True. <laughs> it's um, a wild animal. <laughs> yep. As you see, Kayla, this is how it's going to work. We're just going to have yeah. conversations, talk about music, awesome. talk about uh, whatever comes up. Because I, I I was reading some stuff about you, so I have some questions. Yeah, all so, right. So it's, it's fun. I want to be somewhat prepared. <laughs> cool. I love that. Thank you. I looked at your site, and I love it. So, thank you. hey, you're welcome. So you ready to go? 
with the official I am review. ready. All right. Uh, everybody, this is the Georgia Songbirds, and we are here with Kaylee Rose. Kaylee, introduce yourself. Hello, I am Kaylee Rose, C-A-L-E-Y for anyone listening. <laughs> Rose is in the flower. Everyone thinks it's a K, so I like to put that C out there. Yes. Um, see me at C. And where are you from? You're from originally from Buffalo. Is that what I read? Yes. Yes. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. And then I lived in New York for college and afterwards Then I moved to LA. And now we are technically out on tour all over the country. We're based in Kansas City because we're renovating an Airstream trailer. And this is where my husband is from and his family. They're all renovators and makers and designers and artists. So they're helping us renovate this Airstream to take on tour. But the tour kind of took off before the Airstream has been ready. <laughs> And you call it the shiny Twinkie, right? Yes. We thought of a name for a very long time, and there were many contenders. And we were like, that's pretty cute. We like it. So my let's get an Instagram and make it official. <laughs> my wife wants an Airstream so bad. Oh, yeah? I'm like, uh, I like the ones that you can drive that way. I don't have to pull them and worry yeah. about all that stuff. But they are nice. We debated because my husband wanted to renovate a school bus for a little while and sounded cool. But then eventually the idea came up that if you take your bus to the shop, your whole home goes to the shop. If we have to take our truck to the shop, which pulls our Airstream, we're not taking our whole home to the shop. I don't know what people do who live on schoolies and stuff like that, you know? Now, when you go, because you said Kansas, was it Kansas City? Is that what yeah, I saw? Kansas City. I've been to Kansas once well i've been through Kansas, yeah. and it was the most when they fly over states i now know exactly what they're talking about no it's terrible there was a gas station it was, it was so funny because we went and said it was like a wizard of oz thing and it uh -huh. was like we have cows power lines cows <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> actually i my daughter's pediatrician is uh wizard of oz themed and it took me a while to notice and then i noticed and was like oh this is adorable you guys went all in it's you know i i get a it gets a bad rap um and my family actually visited in the winter and i had to say like you don't visit any state in the winter and think that it's going to be a beautiful state you know mm -hmm. and now that we're in the summertime it's beautiful and the trees are all blooming and there's a lot of open space um in a good way you know like the pumpkin patch was really incredible. So the fact that they have space makes the events very impressive in Kansas. Everything's bigger in Kansas. I like the, when you said the winter thing, the one state that I would agree um, is nice in the winter is Colorado. I love uh, Colorado. Have you been there? Yeah. And California. I mean, that's where I lived for what, nine years. So California is pretty great in the winter. I'm not going to lie. And I'm sure Hawaii is too. Yeah. I've been to Hawaii in January. So whatever they consider winter. That's Which part winter. of California did you live in? <laughs> In Los Angeles okay. and Pasadena and then Santa Monica and West LA. I love it. I think, I think we'll end up moving back there, but we're not quite sure yet. Cause we want to, part of the Airstream tour is also, we want to see the whole country and mm -hmm. make to say, I've never been to Atlanta. I really want to come to Georgia. Um, or maybe I did, but I drove through as a kid, you know, and you don't remember that. So we kind of want to see the whole country and pick our favorite place and settle down eventually. Well, if you ever do come through Georgia, like I, said, I do these yeah. live too. Uh, oh, feel free awesome. to come back here. I do it at what I call Thank a bird's you. nest. Well, right now you oh. see I'm, I'm kind of building a studio. Nice. The, the bird's nest is actually a gazebo that's outside. Oh, hey. Um, and it's by the family graveyard. So huh. it's, it's sitting right there. And it's I, wow, I, when nice. I started the podcast, that's where I started doing everything. And then it got Sounds hot. Sounds beautiful. And it got cold. <laughs> and I'm like, a place. Oh, I, yeah. I still remember sitting out there on, on the, doing the interview with a buddy here. His name is Kelly. Uh, right. He he was, him and no, it was Aaron. 
Karen. Uh, we were sitting there on our hands because it was so cold. Oh, the interview. And then <laughs> when you come on live, I always ask you uh, to play music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so like with you, because the Zoom, Zoom's weird. You can't really do it on Zoom. Yeah. We'll listen to your songs. But if yeah. you're here, then you get to play live. That's fantastic. I love that you're building a studio. It looks like a great space right now. Yes. A lot of space. If I can ever get it done. (laughs) We were trying to figure out yesterday how, well, it's been a constant conversation, how we're going to have a sound booth in the Airstream because it's 31 feet long, Mm -hmm. pretty big as far as Airstreams go, but pretty small as far as studios plus houses go. (laughs) And uh, I also do voiceover and that needs to be completely soundproof. You know, there can be zero echo in there, but with music, there can be a little room noise when you're recording vocals. So, you know, I was like, what if it's like kind of like a marshmallow all around my head (laughs) and I pull it down? from the ceiling but it'll it won't be flush against the ceiling so it's a lot of design challenges and like i said my husband's a designer and he's a problem solver so we're gonna figure it out yes now yeah. you, you mentioned voiceover and i and i'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because i was going to get to it i saw yeah. that you did you were the voice for uh the, the young witch on yes. the red bull commercial <laughs> yes uh, the young witch can you do the voice now oh boy Oh, what does she say? Uh, mom, <laughs> like so, it, it's so funny because it goes, you know, in my ears and or from my eyes to my ears, to my mouth. And then I kind of forget about it, <laughs> but I have seen the commercial sin airing. It's been fun. Um, and I learned a lot from the other actress because she had like a very stock witch voice and it had the cackle and everything. So I got to be the disgruntled teenager who was also a witch. That's so that's so funny because yeah, I, I saw my, some Red Bull. <laughs> my daughter makes me do voices for her stuffed animals. And so I'll, I'll do like a Dr. Evil and I'll do Aww. an Elmo and and then Aww. I'll just make stuff up. So I, <laughs> I that to me, when you talk about voiceovers, that's something yeah. that I've always wanted to try because I thought it's so funny. It and is. I mean, I've got a country. It's accent. super fun. So yeah, it, it comes out regardless. But but uh, hey, so how many castings do I see where they say, you know, try to put on a country? You know, we need people who sound authentically from Georgia. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, that's an asset. Oh yeah, well, you said here's not <laughs> here's every day. Yeah, but I'm, it's I mean, cool. I, she is so funny, and you said that, and I'm that's why I'm so excited about this interview. I have to say because Aww, we're doing voiceovers. Okay. Yeah, I know it's not music related and we're going to do music okay. stuff. It's all vocals. Right. But mm-hmm. so tell people, how do you, how many different voices can you do? If, huh. you even, if you even know. I mean, I, so I work a lot commercially, but yeah, it was really exciting booking that young witch because I got to try on some of my character voices. Um, but I mean, like you can do an age range of like, you know, a three-year-old to an old lady. So that like every age between there, I'll do auditions where I have to put on a 12-year-old and like, okay, what's the difference between that and a nine-year-old? Well, there are some big differences, you know, it's a big developmental stage. Um, and then I was always trained as a singer since I was, you know, very young, um, private lessons and opera and classical. And so I've learned to kind of be able to put my voice in certain places. So obviously the witch is like, very nasally. Um, and like Disney princesses are always very light and airy and they kind of like talk behind their big, big eyes, <laughs> big animated eyes. Um, so putting your voice in different places and knowing how to manipulate it as an instrument has been something that I've worked on for a long time. And so that's been fun to be able to professionally play with. Now, did you go to like to, to like a kind of school to teach that? Or is it just something you jumped into one day? Like I'm going to do voices. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I never went to college for, um, voiceover or acting, but I did it constantly. I mean, truly, as soon as I started speaking, my mom put me in private lessons when I was eight. And so learning how to use my voice as an instrument from a young age and then acting training on the side, um, I probably should have gone to a conservatory to do musical theater, which is what I wanted to do at the time. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to go to Columbia and New York because it was in New York, right near Broadway. So I was able to do acapella on campus and theater in there. Um, I took a lot of theater classes, but I didn't do the major because it was at the girls school Barnard. And then I did off Broadway theater while I was there. So I was doing too much actually my senior year because I started losing my voice trying to do on-campus musicals and the soft Broadway show. Um, and it was a scary time, but, and acapella. Um, but yeah, so the training was always in conjunction with um, academics and I probably should have focused instead, but I don't know. It's hard when you like a lot of things, but it's funny because I was graduating from college and I was really stressed about an art history exam because you have to remember all these dates. And my mom was like, we still know that you're going into theater. Like, why, <laughs> why are you so worried about these exams? And we're supportive of it. Like I've always had a supportive family and I don't know. I don't know. But those choices led me to where I am and musical theater got me to pop music, got me here. So I have to be thankful, but the bumps, you know, we weren't interviewing back then. Cause I was struggling. There was nothing <laughs> to interview about that was happy and successful, you know? Well, see, and that goes to, to show, and I'm glad you say that because <laughs> it's hard work and it takes time. And I think a lot of people get so discouraged by that. Oh, yeah. And it, it, I know they say it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't, mm -hmm. it may feel like Certainly it when not. you're like 20 years later, oh, and now I've got commercial success. Totally. It's, it's something that you got to do. Like if you mm -hmm. have all these voices in your head that you want to talk about and you want to sing and you want to perform, mm -hmm. if you don't do it. It's the internal struggle that you'll it's a have. poison. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Absolutely. Now, I heard Laura Linney talking in an interview about this recently um, with Dax Shepard on the Armchair Experts. You ever listen to that podcast? I have listened to a few of those, yes. So good. I didn't know I liked him so much, and now I love it. Um, but she was saying, like, if especially people who do theater, if they don't do it after a while, it's like something dies inside of them, so you need to go. And, like, we're going on stage and performing live for people about music and country music and all the genres of music. And uh, so it's not exclusive to musical theater. You know, I think right. if you need to perform and show your heart in that way, it's something you need to do. My my little girl wants to get into to stuff like that. She she changes yeah. her mind all the time though. She wants to be either like an actor or she like she's mm -hmm. really good at music. She's she plays French horn in school. Oh wow. And they talked about maybe getting a scholarship for to school for her playing the French horn. Oh wow. And it was funny because she almost quit. And the reason she almost quit was because she's in eighth grade, right? So uh. they were doing it's a big class. And so they have to do, you know, like when you're learning something and you're how how overwhelming it's, it's like very simple for a very long time and you don't uh, realize you're learning any some anything but it's yeah. repetitive so you can remember it and she was getting bored mm. and her teacher called me it's like do not let her quit Aww. i was like she she's the best french one we have wow. she says she she could even probably get a scholarship one day and she kept saying other stuff it's like you had me at scholarship i didn't listen to anything else you said <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's amazing so now I wish I had stayed with piano because I gave it up because I also I mean, I also if I had been doing pop music at the time, I think I would have been more interested in it. But you have to do those fundamentals. It's mm -hmm. crucial, you know, but I know nobody likes 
you know, the finger patterns on the piano. I should be doing that more and I'm not. <laughs> now you play the, you play out, you play on the piano. I've seen a couple of videos yeah. with you, right? So yeah. is it just basic <laughs> stuff you talk to yourself? I never, never thought I'd be doing that. Um, I mean, I studied classical piano and then I quit. And then I tried to bring sheet music back into my life. And I wasn't as adept as I wanted to be. And I wanted to perform for this one showcase and it just wasn't there. I practiced every day for months and I just wasn't there. It was a Sarah Barella song and those chords are so complicated. And then when I started songwriting um, four years ago in 2017, a friend of mine was showing me some piano chords and this light bulb went off because I had never understood as a singer, how I could sing a song in the key of a minor and it could have C chords in it and D chords or whatever other chords. Um, I was just like, wouldn't they all be a minor chords? What? That didn't make sense. And then somebody started showing me how there are different chords within a key and they all make up the song. And that click like led me to start playing piano on my own stuff and figure out chords. And it just, it, my whole world opened up as a pianist. I'm still not as adept as I'd like to be, mm -hmm. but I, you know, five years ago, if you told me that I would be getting paid to play piano, like singing, sure. Even though I wasn't there and I wanted to be at the time, but piano, like, come on, what? <laughs> yeah. You drunk, you know? <laughs> My son is walking in. Yes. Son. Oh, hi. Okay. Thank you. I'm doing a podcast, baby. That's my son, Gibson. Hi, That's one I'm of the twins. Gibson. What a cool name. Named after my guitars. That's cool. <laughs> so that's, that's why, <laughs> well, that's why I do this out here so that yeah. I get less than a rush, but it never fails. Anytime I do a Zoom I podcast, yeah. the kids find a way to get on. <laughs> I get you. That's why my toddler's probably corralled somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind. I'm this right here. JK. And I, I know people like they want to keep things out. I don't mind. This is the way we actually do this. It's very laid back. It's a conversation mm. between me and you. Yeah. And we'll have fun and we'll do all kinds of mm. stuff. And we'll get like, so we'll get any music too. But I was, yeah. you have so much that you do. Yeah. And I want, I don't want it just to <laughs> very highlight kind. just your music. I want it to mm. be your, your life story and you mm. get people to know you. That's because, very kind. Thank you. You put your music thank on, you. which I did. And I was running mm. through it. And, and that's, that's great because that's what you are a musician you want to play, mm -hmm. but to understand who Kaylee is as a person mm -hmm. means more, I think, to fans and longtime fans than yeah. just to hear your music and, oh yeah, I did this and this and, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. And it's nice to have a conversation, you know, like I, I love Howard Stern. My mom got me really into him and he's a great interviewer because he just has a conversation and it takes them here and it takes them there. And they mm -hmm. talk about things that I'm sure they didn't anticipate talking about. And that's what makes it interesting, you know? So I appreciate your style a lot. I didn't really, I like Howard Stern. I probably, that's probably what I took it from and didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> It won't Taking go that right direction, things. Howard, Stern, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, well, the adult <laughs> subject matter. My grandma would listen to it with my mom, too, and she's 85 now, and she said she was going to write him a letter <laughs> and tell him to clean up his act because she really liked him, but she didn't like the dirty stuff. And I was like, Graham, come on. <laughs> I wonder how many letters Brand. he gets. Ah, from grandmas. From grandmas, <laughs> yep. So, my, Probably more angry and disgusted ones than kind. She was going to write it kindly. <laughs> my granny was, she was more towards Stern. She would be like huh. Howard Stern. I, I remember <laughs> we were, and I've told this story on the podcast, but I don't want huh. to tell it again. I um, want to hear. We were going to Mrs. Winters. I don't know if you guys have that there. Uh, it's kind of mm -hmm. like a KFC kind of here, but it's just chicken okay. and stuff. And it used to have like these jugs of sweet tea. So we were going uh -huh. to a, a family reunion. 
right? So we, we, we go in, we order like chicken and we order the tea for, for the whole family uh-huh. reunion. And we get up to the drive through window. She goes, I want you to give me the good sweet tea. I don't want you to give me huh? that shit you sell everybody else. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> I have no idea, but in her mind, there was some difference. <laughs> that was That's how hilarious. she was. Oh, That's hilarious. I still remember yeah. driving down the road 90 miles an hour, take her glasses off. She can't see anything without her glasses. Oh, no. Here, clean these. Oh, oh my, my sister's gosh. Scrubbing it real fast and like, here, put these on. Oh my goodness. But you know, we, yeah, my we, grandma tells wonderful dirty jokes and yet she thinks Howard Stern is too dirty. But really at my wedding, she told a joke about um sorry my dog's working. Um like her breasts being all the way down to her knees. <laughs> you know, just, we were all sitting there like, "What?" But it was so memorable and it's so her and it's hilarious. I happily invite things like that, you know. I wouldn't change it for the world. I remember you said that Granny had a shirt, so I still got it, but nobody wants to see it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, said, we'll go, we'll do I know. I'm like, what else have I got? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go get stories on grandmother. Yeah. Now, you know you're on a, now you're on a country podcast. We're going to talk about grannies. And stuff. But they're wonderful subject matter. It wouldn't be as funny of a story if my mom had done it, you know? Right. There's oh something my. about getting that age that you get away with things and people think things are hilarious that would not be earlier in your life. And I look yes. forward to it. <laughs> One more thing about my granny and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. change it. But Bring I it all. Cutting grass and nothing but a robe right? oh. outside and it flying open in the wind. Oh she just butt ass naked cutting grass. No like, way. Oh. So I pull out, granny, you got to cover yourself. I've <laughs> seen that before. Front yard or backyard? Uh, we're out in the woods, so it's only the front. <laughs> <laughs> only the front, right by right by the only place where any neighbors can go. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, I aspire to be that confident, that don't give an f. Can I? Yeah, you said shit. I can swear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but really, no fucks given. Good for her. Yeah, I'm not regulated by nobody. I always, if it gets too crazy, because like I said, I do a podcast with bandmates mm-hmm. sometimes, and when mm-hmm. every time I do bands. It's it's always it's like, okay <laughs> explicit 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 explicit. <laughs> well then, fuck fuck fuck. Um, but really, I wish I could give no fucks. You know, I've worked really hard to get to where I am, but I'm still I'm not going to be mowing my lawn with on the front lawn. <laughs> you could be I admire that. You'd be by the airstream with your little yeah. tents and everything, just sitting there. Hashtag new goals. Granny <laughs> <laughs> oh, goals. We'll now, call it granny goals. We, we mentioned something about um, instruments. Do you have a band you play with or is it just your, yourself? I don't currently. I did um, a few shows when I was in New York, but that was how long ago. And then once I started songwriting, I mean, somebody wanted me to just come with a piano. So I did. And I was shocked. Um, I have another show coming up in Kansas City, uh, September 23rd. It's this really cool arts fair. And they asked me first, they were going to put me on the big stage as a solo act and and they said, you could do the solo stage. So I think I'm going to do a solo stage, but I thought of getting a band together again recently. And I've had guitarists that I've worked with and pianists over the years to give me even more sound up there. But uh, it's a different skill. Like when I'm by myself, if I feel like adding in 10 choruses, never 10 choruses, but if I did, I could. But I guess with the band, like you can signal to people, it doesn't have to be so, I mean, you tell me, right? You can add a couple in and say, hey, one more, or have a signal, right? Yeah, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I like having weird 
weird things in my songs anyway. Yeah. So I, I would have to have probably a 12 piece band just to cover ah. some of what I do. Like we have to kind of, you got to pull back a little bit as a band. Yeah. But I, I loved, I went to, to Nashville. I don't know if you're, I'm sure you've been to Nashville. They've got the. Oh, I have not. Have you not? Oh, you got to go to Nashville. Even if not you just yet. go to the I know. bar hopping. There's a, the BB King bar. Right, they okay. had me and a buddy was up there. We were play. We went and played at Commodore, and then we went to listen to other music. So mm-hmm. we listened to the there's like seven or ten piece band they had at BB uh, King's bar. They were so good. They had like three saxophones and they had trumpets. I mean, I just I love that kind of uh, stuff. Yeah, the sound is so fun and the energy. I mean, when I played with this one guitarist in LA, I loved the energy that he brought. Um, and it's fun to not be alone up there. But then you know pluses and minuses to everything. Cause then you have to schedule time to rehearse, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't just sit there by yourself. So there are benefits and there are drawbacks to everything. I guess I'm a little too, I don't know, independent, want to be self-reliant and I have a toddler, so it's hard to schedule things. So right. when I can just sit down, I do, but. But to be on stage by your, you know. You know oh yeah. So I've been performing with tracks a little more and I didn't think I would do that, but it's really fun. I mean, some of my songs are just they're really track necessary. And so I would not perform them acoustic. Um, but like game over my one song that a lot of kids really like is video game and, and like a lot of people mm-hmm. really like, not just kids. Um, the parents are asking for it too. It's, it would not be anything without the amazing track that my friend Matt made. So I'm performing with tracks and people get up and dance and I can give you, you know, chill acoustic or I can give you high energy dance times. Now it's funny you said that. I don't know if you can really see my notes, huh. but yes, game, I can. Over, game over is written at the bottom. Because hey, I was, hey, hey. <laughs> I was listening to it and it was so, it was so unique and it was. It's so it's, fun. I could tell it was video. I mean, now my my sons are in there playing video game with yeah. his friends right now, and I was like, that is so cool. And just the instrumentation Thank and you. how you did that, it was. Matt Bayless, um, the producer that I work with, we had a session together with my friend, Amy Felice as well. And I had this sign hanging above my head in my little brother's room during quarantine. We were stuck at my parents' house for a little while and he was 12 at the time and it said game over. And one day I was like, Oh, that's a cool, confident song title. And so I brought it into our session and he like immediately was like, Oh, I get you. Yeah. Video game sounds. We'll do something like this. And it was just such a quick conception and they're not always like that you know the other day i had a session for a song that we started it like while i was in the session i got a facebook notification of where i was a year ago and it was like holy s we started this song last year <laughs> and it's just four people having a really hard time getting together um and it took more than one session which you know often they do but sometimes they come really easily so it just depends and yeah anybody you have that, that works with like that you want to give props to by all means and you says oh, thank you yeah, Matt Bayless. He is fantastic. He's an artist as well, and he's had a ton of things on commercials and things all over the world on TV. Um, he's worked for Disney. He just had a project for Apple. That's why, like, we had a song that we started together and we haven't finished it yet because he's working for Apple. Like, good, good reason. <laughs> they hired him to do some spots. So when you work with the best, sometimes they get busy, right? <laughs> yep. And and I tell everybody that comes on the show, like I don't really like the format here is any any style, any genre. I don't care. It's more about just getting your music heard and getting yeah. you heard. Thank but you. I always ask every guest, uh, one thing I do ask them is to make sure to send me, pay it forward, send me somebody, uh, or multiple if you have songwriter mm-hmm. friends and stuff that you want that they want to get heard oh, and nice. music heard. Nice. Um, send them to me. I, okay, I don't care we'll where do. they're from, whatever genre, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've done 
punk rock on here. I've done yeah. rap. I've done mainly country singer songwriter because I'm a songwriter uh, too. And yeah. I have a band. So I know a yeah. lot around the pe- area. I like it. But yeah. Anybody, just send them my way. I will. Thank you. That's so kind. Well, let's get into one of your songs. Let's listen to one. Okay. Okay. Let me pull that up quick. Very kind. Uh, what I do here is I'm going to share the screen with you so you can see um, Spotify and we'll just play whatever one you want to off of it. All right. We can do game over because we just talked about it, I guess. All right. And you should be able to see that now, right? Yes, I can. All right. So um, let me search for you. Now I get to see what it's suggesting for you. Yeah, well, that's my that's my band right there. Yes, ma'am. I see it. It's, it stands for middle-aged men. Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's my band. I can't wait to listen. I'll let you hear something afterwards. Yeah, After please. we do yours. There you go. Let's do it. Um. Question for you too, because you have a you have yes. the blue feathers. Is that kind of a <laughs> thing that you do? Now it is. Um, it's the best photo I've ever taken, so I'm gonna keep using it. <laughs> I really, I just love, and I'm just like that is my favorite dress. Please bury me in that dress. I love it so much. Um, it's my favorite color, and I think feathers. I don't know. It's just it's apparently my spirit animal. That dress. So I don't know that I'll ever change the picture. You'll see me 80 and you'll see the picture. <laughs> But also, like, I don't know, I feel like with photo shoots, I've always thought that, like, as a model, you had to have a very straight face. Mm. And I look terrible that way. And I look so angry because I have a resting bitch face and I have a scar <laughs> right next to my mouth from a dog bite. And so it just looks like I belong in a fight. And so smiling, I always feel so much better when I smile. So I was very happy that I got to do that and just be my normal self, you know? That's hilarious. Yeah. Now we heard a story. Called, no resting I'm, bitch face. I have to show you, I've got, um, Mine, when I was younger, I did, mm. I did that. I did TV shows. Well, not TV shows. I did more like commercials and movies, and I tried to do like the extra stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I had I always had a mean face. And it, uh-huh. and it wasn't. Mean mugging. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> this is my happy face. I can't help you with that. I mean, yeah. it, it is what it is. It's my but, face. <laughs> right? Leave me alone, people. Absolutely. Me, <laughs> I have to show it to you here on the, on the screen. But, I want to uh, see. We told uh, we told the story because I'm a songwriter, so I want to hear like mm. the story for Game Over. But you already said it; you were in your yeah your brother's room. And now my little brother thinks he deserves a percentage of the song, which is super funny. And I'm like, "Hey, buddy, it's not how it works. Like, yeah, titles are not copyrightable." But right. I should give him a video game, I suppose. But I was also like, "Dude, you don't even know how little I make from streaming." <laughs> that- very little. Yes, that's. I I'll think give the, you my 0. .009 cents, buddy. There you go. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah. That, that's how it works. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna mute us and play it, and I'm gonna look okay. for that while we're listening. Cool. So when you hear it, just give me a thumbs up that you can hear. Okay. Snap round when they hear me coming. Don't blink, you'll miss what I'm becoming. All eyes on me. All systems go, time to level up. I'll run this show, never giving up. You know I'm drip, drip, dripping luck. Just wait and see. You know when you hear my name, you play it too, so get out of my way. It ain't a game, but you know if I play, I don't play. Game over. Over. 
so catchy thank you so much and i noticed you do like um a lot of songs like that are kind of on your inner shorter so like two and a half minutes yeah is is that just on purpose or just (gasps) it's you know we've gotten into this short attention span age and so i you know sometimes i'm like don't you think we need more but you know sometimes we do need a bridge sometimes we don't i have a mentor in songwriting rob seals who owns a songwriting school of la where i studied and he said write me a bridge and then tell me you don't need it because i feel like a lot of times in these sessions these days we're like yeah we don't need a bridge we can just do, do something cool and instrumental and hooky um but i like that philosophy a lot because yeah write me a bridge and then tell me you don't need it you know so we make sure it's not just like hey i want to go eat some chicken wings um <laughs> But we're also in the short, you know, we have such shorter intros now or non-existent intros now. Um, And I also do see the merit of like, if the song leaves you wanting more, you go play, play again and push play again. And then your streaming numbers are better from that. So there is, you know, first there's the creativity and the emotion and what needs to be said for me. But then there is a little bit of thought of the business side of it and the marketing. Um, And I can't help not thinking that way, you know. But I want to just be the creative person that never has to worry about that, which is why I just got a manager. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm 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 the opposite. I know that you're you're right. You're 100 yeah. percent right. People no. who attention spans are, are crazy. They don't even make CDs or anything like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm I love solos. I love guitar yeah. solos. I'm writing a song now that's going to have a guitar solo and a sax solo, and they're going to battle. And oh, cool! Because I love that kind of music. Now, that's just me uh-huh. personally. Well, that's you- what it should be. You should love it. Yeah, and then you know, and if, if whatever you're on radio, maybe not, but I tell you what, uh, it's probably my f- one, if not my favorite songs I've ever written. Yeah, and uh, it it's and it pushed because like my my band, I can tell you before we had a, a singer that would sing. He had bluesy voice, and we kind of did R and B blues stuff. But mm. with me, when I have to sing, it's more growly, so it comes uh-huh. out more southern rock or uh-huh. like slow country kind of stuff. But totally, it's. I love solos and I'll put it, I'll, I'll have a seven minute song. I do it because I don't have to remember all the words. That's just, amazing. Go play, go play. Solos. But if that's what you like, you know, I, 
finally, you know, like even last year, I wasn't in the place of, I should just make things that I really like. I really wasn't. And it was messed up, but I was like trying to make things that would be successful, trying to make things that would be successful. And that is such a messed up place to create from. And so finally now I really understand, like if I like an image, that's all it needs to be. If I like a font, yeah, go with that. You know, you're not trying to like play this guessing game of what our music supervisor is going to like, what our fans going to like. It's exhausting and it's, it doesn't work. So I bet like the seven minute song will probably be your most successful one. If that's your favorite, like that's going to shine through, you know? Right. And, but and like, even, I should take that own medicine for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but even if, even if it's not, I think there's so many people, if you're trying to please everybody, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell you're going to do it. You just can't because some people want to complain about Mm -hmm. nothing, you know, Oh, we should have done this and this song. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. You write your own, you do your own. Oh yeah. (laughs) Cool. Show me your song. (laughs) Right. That's how they should be. They should do it that way. And I think if you do it for yourself, Mm -hmm. I think that it's, I believe, and I think everybody has at least one hit song in them. I just, mm-hmm. I believe that now totally. people have more like listen mm-hmm. to your stuff. You have a lot of great songs. That's very kind. You know? Thank you. But I think everybody has at least one. And you got to mm-hmm. find it. You got to find your style and you got to stop worrying about pleasing billions of people that, that probably don't even like your music anyway. And <laughs> you can't please them. You just, you just absolutely. Why? It's like banging absolutely. your head on a wall. It's yeah. But is it it's something stupid. that I want to sit and listen to? then yeah. Okay. If I want to listen to it, I'm sure other people do. There was, when you said about everybody has one hit song. Um, I listened to an interview with Ed Sheeran recently and he talks about creativity, like a tap that you turn on that hasn't been on in a while. And so first like the sludge needs to come out. And then after that comes the good stuff. And I think when people first start songwriting, it's a lot of sludge, you know, it's a lot of like, Oh, I should be in therapy, but I'm writing songs. <laughs> And that was it. You know, I was working out my mom issues, working out my dad issues, working out every family member's issues and songs. And some of them were good because maybe and what is good, right? Like is good. I needed it and it was therapy or is good on the radio or is good like one person connected with that other than me. And it really meant a lot to them. Or is it millions of people connect with it? You know, it's all about what our goals and priorities are. So I still like, it makes me think of one song that I wrote in that like therapy era of writing. And I'm like, somebody really connected to that and I should probably record it someday. And that's, that's, I think as go as a songwriter mm-hmm. is to, even if you reach one person, you've reached, mm-hmm. you reach somebody like that Garth Brooks song when, when he talks about like the, um, was the change. And it's mm-hmm. like, why would you save just one? Well, to that one, it meant something. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's the same with music. It's you get it out because you have to. And sometimes, yeah. like you said, the sludge, like you may uh-huh. be sitting there playing a song, writing music mm-hmm. and tap it on your feet. You see a bird in a window or whatever. And yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to write about a bird today because I got to hey. I got to write. And I then have it comes a song to, about a bird. <laughs> <laughs> that is your favorite song in the world. And everybody loves it. Like, I wrote other songs, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, how many performers, you know, with billions of records sold are like, yeah, that was the one that everybody liked. Okay, but did you hear this other one? And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody, you know, maybe some people, the true fans might really enjoy it. When you said the change, with, is that Garth Brooks song? Or I didn't know what you were referencing. He, yeah, curious. it's a song called The Change that he did. Mm-hmm. Garth, and, and it may be a cover, but I, it's Garth Brooks is the one I heard. And I think mm-hmm. it was called The Change. So if you ever go back and listen, um, uh-huh. you'll hear it. And it talks about changing the world for the better. And people ask me why you do like, why are you helping just one person? Well, uh-huh. that one person, it, it means the world. Huh. So it, it's great. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, really it's nice. more stories, but that's what I remember yeah. out of that song. 
Yeah. I also think, you know, we were talking about writing songs for yourself versus other people. It's a spectrum, right? Like the songs and I call them masturbatory songs, totally just for me. Maybe no one else cares about them or likes them, but I needed to write that. And then there's people pleasing all the way on this side. And that's not a good place to be in, you know? So it's a spectrum. Cause I, I write for, um, sync a lot, which, you know, if anybody listening doesn't know is syncing music to picture, um, so commercial or TV or film and, a lot of times because I learned all these things, um, from writing for TV and film, I had a hard time blocking them out of my head. And so I was, like I said, kind of people pleasing writing and hoping that it would be successful writing. Um, but it's a spectrum. And I think there's like a universality of lyrics that connects to other people, but if the lyrics only connect to you, that song probably serves its purpose too. But, you know, hopefully you kind of fall in the middle of the spectrum and other people like it and you love it. Hopefully other people are obsessed with it and you're also obsessed with it. That's, that'll be my goal. (laughs) That's my goal. Now you give me an idea for a song. I'm going to write a song Uh, called called Obsession. I don't know why that popped in my head, but I love it. Take it. (laughs) See? And I'll be like my little brother and say, where's, where's my video game controller that you're buying me? That's all. You're in the room. That's all that matters, right? (laughs) See? See, I love co-writing. So if, really, mm. if you ever want to co-write, we'll set up I'd a Zoom and we'll, we'll write. Oh my gosh, like I'd that. love to get into country stuff. Oh, I'd love to get into pop. It's funny. You're yeah. so like, I'll get into country. I'll get into yeah. pop. I want to try because <laughs> I, I can't sing it. They ain't no way in hell you can get me to sing it. But <laughs> I do like it. But country writing to me is just like the lyrics are the best and the craft is just so there. So I very much admire what you do. Hey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I like yours. So it's Thank we're, you. we're mutual. Like everybody, like, oh, it works uh, out. why you're so nice to each other. <laughs> we should all be nice to each other. <laughs> Thank you. Right. What does it cost? What does it cost? What does it cost? Nice That's a good question. It's you know? a very good question. You, now, you, you mentioned you, you're more than welcome. Thank my, you. I, I'll send you my Venmo so you can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the screen. Right. I need to hey. learn how to do that. Hey. Uh, you mentioned sync. And that's yes. one thing that I like other songwriters to learn about. So tell, how did you get involved in sync? Uh, tell them a little bit how that works for you. Um, so I, when I first started writing, like I said, it was at the songwriting school of Los Angeles. And like, it was like the path illuminated in front of me. Cause I was trying to be a singer for so, so long and didn't, I don't know. I didn't really connect with opera and classical. I thought I connected with musical theater, but the people just weren't my people. And it wasn't what I was listening to in my leisure time. And so then when I like really got quiet and honest with myself, pop music was what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to get there. Um, and this is a roundabout way of telling how I got into sync. Um, and myself as a songwriter. And then I started to realize that there were actually things I wanted to say. Songwriting helped me become the singer that I wanted to become. Um, but I was writing for other people mostly. And because I thought it was too late, I thought I was too old at whatever age. And I now realize that that's silly, but also not because like labels are always looking for 13 year olds. So there was some truth to that, (laughs) but also not because Lizzo is however old she is and it works. Um, but then a friend told me about this conference that I could go to where I would meet people from record labels and meet, you know, people who are in A&R. And there were also people who worked as music supervisors who put film and tell or connect film and television clients to music. And they kind of score. Um, well, it would be the opposite of scoring. Scoring is like original music for a film and sync music is licensing um, certain songs for film and television and commercials. 
And so then I started to just kind of get an education in this. And I started having a lot of ideas like, oh, I could hear this in the commercial. Like, like this little hook in my head that's so it's a commercial or this is such like a dark CW show. Mm-hmm. And so I just couldn't help like hearing music in that way and watching TV with that kind of lens and um, started meeting other people that did it and getting interested in that way. And it's a good revenue stream, but it's also really, really competitive and really hard. Um, and then connected with a couple of licensing companies and they took my stuff on and they made the connections for me and got me those placements. So yeah, that's a roundabout way of saying how I got into sync music. No. And, and I like to hear that because yeah. it's, it's, I think it's different for everybody how they mm-hmm. get there. The journey's yeah. the same, you know, you're getting the same destination, but there's different paths. It's a lot of what it is, is, and you're just not the only person said it, conferences is networking, it's getting to know mm-hmm. people and, and trying to get your foot in the door. Totally. And sync music, what's different about sync is it's, like you said, you mentioned it earlier, is you have to be a little bit more vague mm-hmm. because it's, it, they want to put it as a, um, for forever i thought it was my side uh, <laughs> for everybody <nope. laughs> um so they they want it for me for everybody not just one yeah. person so yeah. I, I, I like hearing stories and and my listeners and even myself i'd yeah. love to get to sync music and you know about being too old i told you my band's mm-hmm. middle-aged middle-aged man yes man and you're having fun and enjoying your life and people like seeing you perform right yep. like that's all when it's I, about get to. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, and that's also, I, I don't want to, uh, mislead with what I say about sync music either, because, you know, I started going to these conferences and I would hear write lyrics that are very universal, very universal, very universal, Mm -hmm. but then you'll be watching TV and you'll hear a Lizzo song. Lizzo does not write universal lyrics. She, you know, today I was just listening as I was getting ready for this, um, very specific, expletives like all the things that they would tell you in these conferences not to do so now i just went to one in june um and they are saying like we want artists we want people writing real things please don't write for sync please don't write for sync which is (laughs) very confusing because you're like but i'm not supposed to be that specific i'm not supposed to say oh it was a tuesday in atlanta if the show is set in paris um and yeah that would rule it out but if you needed to write that song with those lyrics you know it's like this creative decision but this business decision but at the end of the day we need to write songs that reach us first i think Mm -hmm. and then other people um if that's our goal and it's all about goals but i think it's it's very transparent or it's very uh yeah it's very clear when someone has written something just for sync and it means zero to them you know so that's my spiel and i I didn't want to give anyone like the wrong idea no and and i understand completely Mm -hmm. well let's hear one another one of your songs which one you want to hear next um, we just, you mentioned writing a song about a bird and Lonely Bird just came out in uh, May. So we can listen to that one. Very different flavor from Game Over. All right. We'll change it, it up. Uh-huh. I'm going to mute us and play okay. Lonely Bird. Thank you.
you so much birds make very good different. story songs it is different from what the game over for sure yeah but it's, it's, it was so pretty Thank and you. I, I don't know why bird and it's some of my birds that want you want to write sad songs about them i don't mm -hmm. know why it's not I, just I, me that makes me happy <laughs> no i i wrote a song called bluebird and the whole idea uh, was i'm sitting here vision in my head because I, I like to get visions when i'm writing because uh, i'm sitting like there's this guy in a hospital right and he's he, he tried to kill himself and he's looking uh, out a window and it's a bluebird sitting right there and he sings the bluebird and you know one bluebird to another that's Aww. that's what the whole song was about is that on your spotify can i hear it uh it's not because of not it's only me yet. on the guitar i've no. got it and i can send you like the mp3 of it i, I think i got it, it somewhere Thank it's just you. me and a guitar <laughs> yeah sounds beautiful what a concept yeah i've had some like that where it's like it's not about me but it feels like i need to get this song into the world and it's an interesting kind of perspective because like the one song behind closed doors that I wrote in that way uh it's about a couple who goes through abuse and I have to be very clear I have I'm so so thankful to say that I have never been in this situation like I don't want anyone to think that I wouldn't be honest about that you know because I'm pretty darn honest um it was just I had a friend who was going through a dark situation and I felt compelled to write about it you know yeah and that's what a songwriter does mm -hmm. I mean because songs aren't and I think a lot of songwriters, they want to make stories, like life mm. stories. And that them are such hard songs to do. I mean, you've mm -hmm. got to do it, do it, get it out. You know, it's your, it's your mm -hmm. life. You do whatever you want. Um, mm -hmm. But when you write a song about a moment, it's always a moment in time that 
you're right about it. it doesn't have to be yours mm-hmm. you know my, my wife right. understands that now does your does your husband understand or does he ask why are you writing a song is this about me <laughs> um so many of them are about him <laughs> <laughs> but like i did a winery gig recently and he was maybe 10 minutes late because we have a toddler and he was you know driving his parents and doing all mm-hmm. these things and i had called him to say can you please bring this one piece of equipment that i just didn't think i needed um but before he got there i was like and here's another one about my husband and here's another one about my amazing husband who's on his way <laughs> and he gets so embarrassed um but then this woman came up to he and his mom and she had heard my stuff on the radio and she was just like I just love how it's all about your family and she told his mom that she had done such a good job with him that he was like wait do I know her because so often she meets he meets people that I'm like no you've heard about this person you know this person um but he didn't know her and I didn't know her but she knew that he was such a great guy from my music you know (laughs) is your wife involved in music at all uh no yeah (laughs) she likes music she doesn't yeah. like my music, but she likes music. She doesn't like your music. <laughs> Some of it she does. She she does. No. The, one of her favorite songs of mine, I wrote her song when we got married. Um, uh. I wrote it called Diana's Song, and I wrote that for her, and I play it like uh. on our anniversaries. But uh. one of my favorite songs, or her favorite song, is a song called The Wolves. Hmm. And that's the one that's got like two guitar solos in it, because I love, ah. I, I told you before, I love guitar solos. That's cool. One's a nylon string guitar solo, and the other's electric guitar. Um, but it's and it's a sad song and i was like Mm. why do you like that she said there's a one note that you hit when you're going Mm. through there and that that one note i don't know what it is about that note but she says i love it when you don't do it it makes me so mad that Ah! you don't (laughs) that you miss it it's like in the live performances when you miss it is that what she's saying yeah in the live Ah, live. interesting because she goes when i did the uh because that was actually on spotify and when i did Mm. i did that it's there, but there's so much other stuff going on. It's hard uh, to hear. So uh, I don't hear it. I was like, I promise you it's there. It's Which one is it? The Wolves. Oh, okay. Oh, you said that. Okay. The yeah, Wolves. I'll listen for it. Yeah. And is it a high note? Is that why she loves it so it much? Is. Like the highest of the, okay. It is. It's Do like you a, not sing up there often? Oh, I'm not singing. It's just on a guitar. It's not even oh, me singing. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. It, it, it's like a, um, I don't know what you call it. It's uh, it's right after the, the course. And I'm just mm. playing kind of like a little bridge music huh. solo. I guess it's kind of a, it's more of like a music melody that she likes in it. Uh-huh. And you can hear it more so on when I'm doing an acoustic than when you, I'm doing it live with like a band uh-huh. because, you know, you got guitars and bass yeah. and drums and everything else. And the acoustic always gets lost. But that's her uh-huh. favorite part of the whole song. <laughs> but it makes my so daughter nice. cry. She doesn't like it. Oh, she doesn't like it. <laughs> No, because it, it's, it goes, um, if I can remember how the words go, it's sad? like, mm, it's about it's, the wolves are a uh, bank. They're repossessing the house, right? They're, mm. My wife had never heard them called the wolves. So wow. basically when the wolves are knocking. I haven't either. You haven't either? Oh, no. yeah. The wolves are knocking. It's talking about huh. like bank collectors and stuff coming to the house. Super interesting. And so it's, um, let me find, if I, if I remember the lyric, because I got so much running through my head, I forget. That's so interesting. Um, I'll share it to you. So you can see I it. love learning new expressions like that. Yeah. The wolves are knocking. I mean, that's a great, yeah, that's a great line. That's a great hook. I'm going to share the screen so you can see it. Okay. So I told you, you some lyric analysis right here. here <laughs> Start talking uh, about meter and rhythm and rhyme. All right. So I, yeah. I would also like to talk about your song called Snuggle Bunny at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's now you've one. shared your screen. Now you're opening yourself up to vulnerability. <laughs> that, that's the one like we talked about earlier where um, 
<laughs> or songs. I have other songs, people. Uh-huh. That that's the one that always gets people ask me to play Snuggle Bunny. Yeah. But this this is the one, the Wolves. Have you recorded Snuggle Bunny? I have. Okay. I have. It's 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 under my songwriter one, but it's. I can't wait to listen. Um. So yeah, this is the Wolves. I don't know if you Ugh. report, but it's the this this verse right here that that makes my daughter cry. Am I listening or am I reading? Oh, do you mean play it? I can play it if you want. Well, I can't. I'm not seeing any lyrics other than I just hear the Wolves doc. Oh, For whatever oh, reason, whatever's to the right of it, yeah, it doesn't pop up. Oh, okay. Well, it says I the don't wolves. Know why. I'll okay. let you, we'll let you listen to it later after we do Dramatic your Dramatic reading. <laughs> it says the wolves are back and they're knocking. They uh, want to take the house away. I can't hide from them forever. They already dragged the kids away. Ooh. Ooh. And then the verse says, where to go when there's nowhere? What do you run when the land is dry? Oh, what do you say to a crying child when he asks daddy, will you be all right? Huh. Wow, great lyrics. So, Hot dog, I, that's good. I will, uh, well, I'll show that to you later, afterwards. Let's get your stuff I don't stuff know why, in. it was like a black box, okay. Do you have a Mac? I do. Okay, I don't know either, it should be on there, because no, whatever, it works. When you X'd out, then it showed me, like, what you had been trying to show, I don't know, whatever, computers. <laughs> right. Technology. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Snuggle Bunny is a song I wrote for my wife. <laughs> now, that's that's one that I did, because... And I do this song. It's in every relationship. There's snugglers and there's <laughs> non-snugglers, and I'm definitely not a snuggler. And she, <laughs> she loves to snuggle, so she uh-huh. wants me to be her snuggle bunny. And I'm like, uh, no. And so it, <laughs> I pull that up. You won't be able to see it because of the, whatever. That's the so funny you say me. that because I was like, what are you talking about? We're both snug. And then I was like, no. I'm not the snuggle bunny. Carl is the snuggle bunny because I'm very bad at resting. I'm very bad at sitting and putting my body at rest. And so like we'll snuggle at night, but in the middle of the day, I'm just like, go, 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 go. I can't stop. Yeah. I'm an energizer bunny, not a snuggle bunny during the day. (laughs) And an energizer bunny and a snuggle bunny just don't work during the day together. Yeah. So yeah, it talks about how like I like fans. Like when I, I sleep, like I have a cold pillowcase and like I have a fan <laughs> on, and then then I wake up and now there's dogs in the bed too. It's like, oh. yeah, well, dogs so will it, snuggle. Typically. Everybody loves that. <laughs> yeah, depending on the dog. Now, um, I shouldn't say that my dog doesn't like to snuggle during the day either. <laughs> my, my, Sorry, my, I'm thinking about my statement and retracting. <laughs> redact, redact. Too late. It's out in the world. Yeah, I know. Dogs are always snugglers. See, That's what they're going to get me for. <laughs> People are going to come after me being like, dogs are not always snugglers. Right. Yeah. My daughter has a husky. Uh, oh, cute. blooded husky. And that thing uh. is so fluffy. It's like one of those soft, fluffy pillows. You just want to uh. lay on it and snuggle, but he bites you if uh. you try. It oh, jeez. A- <laughs> That's funny. Now, you said something before about being an mm. opera singer. Yeah. Right? And trained. Can you do a little opera thing right now? <laughs> oh, I love your challenges. Okay. Um, we were in Italy. I busted this one out because it just felt so right. Like the acoustics were great. And we were sitting on these steps eating gelato. Um, okay. I'm not remotely warmed up. I can't believe I'm doing this. Just here. Insane. Okay. Um, just a little bit. See too. Wait, that was bad because you have to dentalize the teeth. It's been a long time. Very good. 
I need like a Gosh. clapping sound. Yay! I do have a memory. <laughs> See? Now, I've, it's can, in there. Can you yodel? No. Can you? No. I've been looking for a yodeler since I started this podcast three years really? ago. Really? <laughs> I, I don't know why that fascinates me. I guess because I've never had one on the show. Yeah. I, 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 it just makes me think of the sound of music. I'm like, I am the hill was a lonely goat hood. But that's not yodeling. You know, that's like the very, yeah, minimal. No, that's not yodeling. See, now you have to be careful what you say on the show because I do, I will yeah. ask you to show that you can do it. Like, okay. Now I'm learning my lesson. <laughs> and I like doing that because, like I said, again, when it's we talk, fun. it's more fun to, right? It's yeah. more fun just to conversate and see what you can Dude, do. Thank you so much. I used to interview, um, well, I did a couple of interviews for like press junkets for celebrities. So I did like Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling and Viola Davis. And I was so new to interviewing that I would like really stick to my script, you know, mm. and they could tell. So I was like, okay, they answered that question. Now I'm going to go to question two and they answered that question. Now I'm going to go question three. And it wasn't this easy conversation. So I wonder, they must've been like, she's very new. She looks like she's 19 because she is, you know? <laughs> so who, now you throw that out there. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So who was one of the, the funnest interviews that you had? Um, I think Steve Carell was very fun to interview. I had gone in thinking that he would be terrifying. I had some notion that he was actually not very nice, that he would be a dick. And I didn't know where that came from. And then years later, I rewatched Knocked Up and it was some joke in the movie Knocked Up that's like so untrue that they can joke <laughs> about Steve Carell being a dick because it's so untrue. And it was so untrue. He was so nice. Um, but I was like being facetious about saying like Ryan Gosling took off his shirt wedding, you take off your shirt. And so now my husband will re reference it and be like, you were kind of making fun of him and not being very nice. Like <laughs> implying that nobody wanted to see him without a shirt on. I was like, you're right. Like that wasn't very nice, but he was all there for the joke and the humor and the fun and the comedy. <laughs> I'm sure they get that all the time. All the yeah. time. And I, I just watched that movie. Uh, well, my daughter is what crazy, stupid love with him. Yeah, and that's Gosling. the one. Yeah, it's so yeah. good, isn't it? It's a good movie. I like that. It's a really good movie. Grab Marissa Tomei and the, they all yeah. my kids know her by now is Aunt May from Spider-Man. I was like, no, uh, totally. I made him watch My Cousin <laughs> Vinny. Such a great I, movie. Recently, I saw that for the first time in 2021. Yeah. Great movie. It's a great movie. I didn't realize my it was so funny. click is ticking like this. <laughs> <laughs> Like God, I guess I, I need to rewatch it because I don't, I can't quote it like you can. But gosh. that's like male minds are different for quoting films. I have a, I have a problem with that. I know. Yeah. No, <laughs> love, it's a special talent. I, I, I love. See, when my kid, like my oldest son Wyatt, he oh, sorry, spider he just crawled by. No. <laughs> that's why I'm do video. She's gonna get up and yeah. run. <laughs> Okay, I'm just trying to ignore it and make sure it doesn't come over to me. Sorry, um, sorry you were saying your son Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I've I've had birds take over the podcast. I've had bees take over. Now we got a spider, and you're not even here. Yeah, it's a very wildlife centric discussion. Uh, if you, anytime, to take over. now, if your if your little one comes She's in, fine. he wants to sit down and play. Thank you, you go, very much. Let me. Know. I mean, I'm I'm Thank I'm okay you. with it. Uh, I be napping anyway. It's one of seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's not napping. Napping there. I think I'm less worried about my child than I am about the spider. <laughs> Now, does your, does your husband play anything? Does he sing with you? 
No, um, he is in interaction design, user experience. So he does a lot of my digital art, which is awesome. Um, but I always feel badly because, you know, he'll end a work day and then I'll be like, also, you need to make me album art. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but he's so good at it that I'm never going to go to anyone else. Um, yeah, but no, not musical at all. He took a production course with me via masterclass. <laughs> he was just like, let's learn about this. Maybe I'll like start producing stuff. But it was by Timbaland and it was very interesting to hear Timbaland's recommendations and how his masterclass went. Um, Cause it was basically just like, this is a cool sound. Let's use it. This is a cool sound. Let's use it. And that was the whole class in my opinion. <laughs> but in some ways, you know, beyond the know-how of producing a lot of production is this sounds cool. I'm going to do it. This sounds cool. I'm going to do it. Yeah, and then can... a whole bunch of technical stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the technical yeah. stuff, but I do yeah. know that like I'll throw some weird shit in songs. Like there's one yeah. song I put a steel drum or I'll put um of course solos are in there, but uh-huh. I know my my bandmate Jordan, he wants to put a xylophone in his song. He says, You gotta uh-huh. write a song so we can put a xylophone in it. Uh-huh. It's like what? it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> It'll be in there. You could do a creepy xylophone. That would be I see I'm all like some of my stuff is very dark and cinematic, as you've heard. So I'm like, ooh, a creepy xylophone. Yes. Well, that's like what what is that song? Um they have you that what's that movie is it them i think it's oh, them or it's us. a scary movie i it's wouldn't a, watch it it's by jordan peele it's, oh yeah no no i wouldn't watch it they took, i know the one you're talking about though uh they took that song i got five on it and slowed mm. it down and made it creepy and i was like yeah that is so cool and you talked about sync earlier <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll it's cheaper to get people to cover songs than it mm-hmm. is to get the artist who did the original totally and i love that kind of stuff when it's slowed down i um, I don't, I, yeah, I didn't sign an NDA, so I can talk about it. Um, they, a person I know recommended me for a vocal for a very creepy trailer that was like very epic for like a disaster kind of movie. It actually came mm-hmm. out already because I didn't get it. Um, it was a Halle Berry movie and I forget what it was called, but one of the trailer possibilities for this film was taking this really cool Clearwater Revival song and making it like a disaster kind of, it was the coolest. Um, and I'd like to release a version of that eventually. Yes. And I think, I think I'm you allowed should. to, yeah, I didn't sign anything. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no. And as long as you got like the, the, the it's already out there in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. If I did it with all the right paperwork, but the film is already out. The trailer is already out. I think I'm good. Now that, that does bring a question though, because you, we do original music. I love original music, but with you doing a lot of stuff for sync, do you do mm-hmm. covers? Do you have, what's your favorite cover to do? Um, lately it's been X's and O's originally by Al King because her production is so like rocky and upbeat and I make it kind of sexy and downbeat. Um, but I have learned a lot more covers because I have a Twitch stream that I've been doing mostly during quarantine. I started doing this live stream, um, on Wednesday nights and this guy in there, uh, big time, Justin, no big Justin 12. There it is. It's been a long time since I've been on Twitch. Um, he was one of my viewers and he was like, Hey, do you know the song? And I said, no, but I'll, I'll come back next week and I'll learn it for you. And he said, no, no, no. If you do it right now, it's a thing on Twitch. It's called the live learn. And so people enjoy watching you pick a song up that you've never played before and see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, it provides some very interesting entertainment, but I've learned a lot of covers that way. And so that has been really, really fun because there are a lot of great cover songs out there. See, now everybody that's listening to the show knows I'm, I'm not a big fan of covers and just because I really? can't do them. Right. So I have to, if yeah. I want to do a cover, I'm going to change it. So, yes. Well, that's, I feel like that makes it more interesting anyway. Yeah, it should. I mean, I, I yeah. do, uh, when doves cry, 
uh, prints. Mm. I'll do that and I slow it down. That must be so cool. Um, and I do like beat it and slow it down. Uh, and cool. then as you can see a theme, I take the eighties and I slow them down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you don't enjoy doing it. I, when I do it that way, I'm okay with it. But okay. as, but when people come to my shows or they listen, I'd rather do original. That's just, mm -hmm. I'd rather do it because I'm, I'm not going to make the cover sound as good as the people that did it. I don't want to yeah. be disrespectful to me. It's disrespectful yeah. to even try it and mess it up. So if I'm going to do it, huh. okay, I'll do it my way. Yeah. And if you're okay with that, great. If you're not, then don't yeah. ask me to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. The latest one we did is we took straight up by Paula Abdul. Ha! And we we turned it to like a southern rock ballad. Rock, wow. I want to hear that. Uh, I might actually have that one. You That'd can be hear fun it. if you recorded that. My friend, actually, it's so funny. When I was thinking of the dark trailer stuff, my friend did straight up as a dark, cinematic, creepy trailer song. Uh, Cassie Betcher is her name. And I am so jealous because I wish it was my idea. And now you did a Southern rock version. So yes. I'm also very jealous. <laughs> Let me see. I'll, sh I'll share it with you. Like some of the stuff I want to cool. take out so that you don't, I'm I don't want to, I don't want to take over your interview with my stuff. No, it's interesting. <laughs> and it's your uh, podcast. <laughs> I know. I I'm sure people want to hear it. You know, let me move that down there. There we go. Like, Where did that spider go? I don't know if you can see it. I don't know if I shared the screen yet. Mm -mm. But, okay. I'll sit in just a second. But while I'm doing that, tell everybody uh, where they can find you and stuff like your, your websites and things. Certainly. Um, I'm at Kaylee Rose everywhere except for TikTok. And Kaylee is C-A-L-E-Y, Rose as in the flower. And TikTok, it's Kaylee Rose Music. But I think I'm going to start a new one next week that's Kaylee Rose Sings because someone else got Kaylee Rose on TikTok and it's upsetting to me. Um and c-a-l-e-y and you can find me on spotify apple music deezer youtube i just got a vivo page for the first time so it's very exciting i like vivo. official artists you do you're on <laughs> I it like because no, they're I'm really artist friendly right yes oh I, you I, like watching i like watching yep yeah i, I don't have it's any different uh... <laughs> right <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible i don't know enough technology. about the differences is isn't it like to me it's like the it's like well, vi actually music videos should go that's where people go and listen right yeah it's more yeah the official content so that's what i've been learning okay that's good to hear thank you for educating me as well that, that's that's vivo, what i like vivo let's see this right. is now a sponsored podcast for vivo come on vivo come on down <laughs> all right so now you should be able to see the screen right i can okay so that is the band yes ma'am such a great name and let me see. I don't know if you better hear this or not. Let me know. Okay. Can you hear that? Yes, I can. This is like a little TikTok first. It was like, you guys want to record this? <laughs> so cool. Everybody, but we're missing the guitars too, but I like the way it sounded. It was cool. I like that it's unrecognizable. Yes. Yes. Right. So that's like the minute snippet of it, but that's that's what we did with it. <laughs> that is so cool. I want to be that clever and creative. I'm just really jealous. 
now you are your music that you hear it's very like, kind it's, it, it's it's very i don't say it's different because it's it's, it's mm -hmm. pop music but it's it's unique in its own flavor and like Thank when you. i listen to, to other artists i like okay well who do you remind me of i don't do that with you oh i was like who i'd love to know <laughs> <laughs> so i have to i have to because it's so far i've heard two different types i've heard game over uh, and then i've heard uh uh your, your songbird lonely bird mm -hmm. so Let's listen to one more song of yours. Okay. And then we'll get into the episode part where it's more than, it's not music, which hell, we haven't done really music yet, yeah. all over the place, but it's like a 20 <laughs> questions kind of games that I like to cool. play. Cool. So awesome. What, well, I'll share the screen and you tell me which. I'm on the fence. Song. Check me out just came out in June, but let's do who's that girl because it's my most popular one on Spotify. So the algorithm picked it as its favorite. So let's okay. let the viewers decide. So tell me the story because I saw that and I was like, yeah. is that a Madonna cover? Ha! Yeah, she did have a song and I didn't realize it. Um, who's that girl? Was I am not a confident human being. I wasn't, and now I'm more confident. But all of these empowerment songs, I've been working on becoming more confident. Mm -hmm. So who's that girl is one of those things. And I kind of felt like I was putting on a persona, but now I have found my Sasha Fierce within working on these songs through working on these songs. So who's that girl? It's now me. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, empowerment, the female empowerment. You have a playlist, correct? Yeah, I do. And I just started a new one this week called Papa Rocks. Um, but there's a female empowerment. It's called Badass Female Empowerment. And I like to highlight female artists. Um, and I make a lot of empowering songs because like I said, I didn't used to be confident. I'm more so, but it's been a journey and I want people to feel confident and love themselves and feel empowered. So I am trying to help them through music to get to that place. Nice. Very, very yeah. commendable. Thank you for, Thank you. for you doing that because Thanks. I mean, that's, that's part of it. And there's a, yeah. there's a rock. I wrote about early about songs that you write for people. I wrote a mm -hmm. song and I had a, I'm doing a collaboration album. I'm writing or co-writing and I have other artists sing. Yeah. And there's one you ought to hear. It's uh, by Brie Fox. She is a rocker here from Georgia. Cool. Amazing, amazing songwriter, singer. I'll, I'll let you hear it later, but let's, cool. let's hear who's that girl. And it's not Madonna. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's Kaylee Rose. Uh-huh. I got that modest touch Everybody's wanting this They like what they see Tick tock in the flow Can't stop, watch me go Everybody's feeling me Vibing to my beat Swag is what I bring with every move Walking with my brand new attitude Never been afraid of being bold Calling every shot I'm in control They wonder who's that girl I got that that they wonder who's that 
I like that. Thank you. Your I like songs, that. Your I songs get me dancing. And <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to see that, but that's... Hey, no. <laughs> we all want to see happy people dancing. Oh. It's funny because I love like high energy music. And like I joke that like I love Pitbull and I want to be the female Pitbull. And I was like, oh, I can't be a female Pitbull. I'm not cool enough. But getting people dancing is pretty much what Pitbull does. So <laughs> I'm on my I, way. I love Pitbull. I, that, that's one yeah. person I would like to just meet to hang out with and drink. Just who wouldn't right pick his brain i mean he seems so cool stay in miami (laughs) yes i just got back from miami i didn't see him though (laughs) yeah bummer i saw the show once in las vegas and it was a party as you imagine it would be now the way you sing on that it's so cool Mm. because like i I was trying to sing with you before and i I was listening to that song earlier (laughs) and you you actually have a very i won't say like this but a very sneaky good voice because you can rap and it's and it sounds good and it's quick i was like my mind won't go that fast (laughs) i don't think it's funny there's a song or the singer that i love and her name is um lindsay but her artist name is rael and then she has another artist account uh aliana and she i saw her perform and to me she was rapping but when i talked to her off stage she was like oh i'm just i'm not i'm speaking i'm speaking Mm -hmm. and i'm like i guess you know that's what rap is speaking Mm -hmm. on rhythm and i don't think that i can rap you know i guess freestyling is a whole different ball game um and i sometimes try to jokingly do that and fail miserably but i guess it's kind of rapping you know talking on rhythm yeah but you speak when you do that when you do that fast that's yeah 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 and it takes practice (laughs) i had an auctioneer on here one time he's he's a he's a singer no way he was and he used to be like an auctioneer because that's one of the questions and we're going to ask him in a second um and so i had him do it he's like I was like, that's so cool. Cause I only auction yeah. I've ever been to, and this is going to sound so country is uh, a cow <laughs> auction. I've been to a cow auction where we bought a cows. Cow auction? <laughs> did you actually buy a cow? Mm-hmm. We did. Oh my gosh. We got a, we that's got a crazy. bull. And I remember because we drive, was driving down the road. And I was like five. And I re- remember I, the reason I remember this is because it's shaking the truck all over the road. They had to turn and stop and shoot the bull with tranquilizers to take him back because he was oh so, so out of control. Wowzers. And then I, I remember having to bottle feed the the, the cows, oh, little calves. No that yes. sounds so cute. <laughs> they were very cute. I remember oh, that. And do you still have cows or no? No, not anymore. I don't have, uh, I have, well, I have like nine and a half acres of family owned land that I own. Wow. Huh. But we don't have it fenced in. So huh. I think the, what we're about to get is, because um, my mom passed away, I got her house. Oh, and it's sorry. all, like I said, uh, it's huh. been a year. She, she stayed with us. She was here when it happened. So. Mm. Um, we knew it was coming. She had mm. uh, COPD. Oh, sorry. But we have a house. And so I think with the, the new neighbors that we, that I rent the house to, they want to mm. get a horse. And so uh, oh. my daughter loves horses. She rides yeah. horses. You got the land for it. <laughs> I do. My wife has chickens. I was like, no chickens. I said, chickens are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad. Like mean? No, or they dirty, just stink. Nasty. Dirty nasty. It's like uh. they stink so bad. Uh, my and friend then, has chickens and he, his daughter can't have anything with fur. She has severe, severe allergies. And he said like the love that they've developed for these birds and these birds have developed for him. It's really shocking to him because he never thought that he would love a chicken. Right. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I remember seeing a headless chicken and I'm, I'll never be friends with one oh, again. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Oh man. So, talk about dark. We just took the podcast. What a dark. farm boy thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Well, we got to eat it. So yeah. you don't want to become friends with your food. I That's know. Just, 
makes me never want to hunt. And there I, I am eating hunt. my chicken quesadillas happily <laughs> thinking, you know, that this didn't come from an animal. Come on. I was right. vegan for a while, but it's very, it's a whole lifestyle. And I realized that I want to enjoy everything this earth has to offer. So right. now the vegans will come after me. Sorry. They I really respect everybody. what you do. Yeah. Well, I respect <laughs> it so much and I think it's incredible, but it wasn't for me. See, my wife isn't vegan, but she's a vegetarian. She likes yeah, to. Yeah, good. That's very challenging. But she, she's not a very good one because when I make pork chops, <laughs> she'll eat it. So I was like, hey, that's oh. not a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Are you kidding me? And we're not done yet. So, okay. Like I said, these interviews, I don't have a time. I'm usually going an hour and a half, two yeah. hours. So, yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. My name is Kaylee Rose, C-A-L-E-Y, Rose as in the flower. You can find me everywhere online, Kaylee Rose on Spotify, Kaylee Rose on Apple Music, Kaylee Rose on Vivo and YouTube and Twitch where I live stream and uh, except for TikTok where it's at Kaylee Rose Music. But I'm going to start a new one as, if it, as long as it's available this week at Kaylee Rose Sings. So I'm going to start some new accounts. So you'll find me on TikTok, but it's always C-A-L-E-R-E-Y. I can say my own name, Rose as in the flower, and you'll find me. I'm out there. Um, yeah. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> now, I do have another question about social media because that's always a question that comes up. Um, do you have mm -hmm. a preference which one you use, which one works the best? I mean, TikTok is so big these days um, that it's such a great music discovery platform. So that's been really interesting um, learning about that and trying to understand how to find people on there. Um, I do like Instagram, but it's changing to become more like TikTok. So I'm going to give you that as my answer. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've been talking for about an hour and a half. So we, mm -hmm. we know a little bit about you. Yeah. Uh, so now you have to tell us a hidden talent. Hidden talent. Oh, gosh. Okay, this is a terrible one. I I always have snacks and it makes me seem like such a mom. But apparently, like other moms, you know, my mother-in-law was like, You're really good at always packing snacks. So I think I guess I'm just always terrified of being hungry and I'm a really good snack packer. <laughs> See now what a just, shitty. That's no. a terrible hidden talent. I'll think that's, of a better one. That's a good when one. When we now. sign off and I'll be like, Hey, can we edit that out? <laughs> Well, so you have so many other talents, like the voice. But everybody stuff. likes the woman with the snacks. Yeah, voiceover. I've interviewed yes. celebrities, all that stuff. Yes, so we know that, and everybody does like snacks. You're right. Everybody likes snacks. My my kids eat me out of house and home. I've got yeah. twelve year old twins, and they never stop eating. Dad, we need we're hungry. I said, well, quit eating everything in the damn yeah. house and have food. <laughs> That's why you need to get those chickens so they can oh, feed themselves. They'll eat them. They'll eat the chickens. Yeah, but they they won't be the ones that have to. Pluck them. Yeah, I, I will. That's a problem. Oh, oh. See, because now my mine, like I said, I always tell people my, my mom used to make me do Elvis, right? Because I would mm -hmm. sing every time I do karaoke, she would ask me to sing like Elvis because uh, I could emulate uh, him. And since cool. you showed your stuff, I will do yeah. mine. Yeah. Will you do that, please? I will. Yes. Elvis, I was in Atlanta. Oh, times they are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, what excellent. Woohoo! How about nerve? That was fantastic. <laughs> that was very fantastic. Thank you. My grandpa was a, well, not a huge Elvis fan. People thought he was bigger than he was, but I have memories of listening to him on an eight track with my grandfather. So thank you for that. That was delightful.
I don't mind. I, if I'm going to ask my guests to do weird shit, yeah. they, they, they can expect it out of me too. That's bring on the fair. weird shit. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says that. Bring on the weird shit. Yeah, it's a good good motto. <laughs> All right. So now that here's the 20 questions part stuff. That's mm -hmm. fun. I always like doing this. Um, if somebody was to do the story of your life, like a movie, who would play mm. you in that movie? Oh, my goodness. Um, gosh, who would play me? I'm going to go Zoe Deschanel. Dark hair, blue eyes. She can sing. And I she's adorable. That. And I would like to be, you know, you always want a better version of yourself. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, it took me a while to realize that she's actually related. Her sister is the lady from Bones. I think. Yeah, yeah, Emily. yeah. Yeah, because they really don't look that much alike. So, and then it's I love her. Showbiz in, family. Yes, man. That's such mm, a funny that was movie. a good Jim movie. Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it set in Buffalo? Is that the one? Yeah. Or no, that's a different one. That's Bruce yeah. Almighty. Yeah. Anyway. Is it? Is it? Okay. Anyway, we'll, now we're getting a movie, yeah. movie podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the soundtrack of your life? Um, uh, Whitney Houston from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I really connected to her. Um, and I think I had big emotions as a young girl and something about her very sad songs really spoke to me and uh, I want to dance with somebody. So it had that range that I love to have. I love the emotional stuff and I love the upbeat stuff. So that's my answer. I guess I have to stick to it. Um, now you talked earlier about your Airstream. So what is mm -hmm. your ideal road trip hmm. um <laughs> if my airstream could become a boat uh italy right now every day i just want to go there again all the time um but i guess if i have to stick to the road we're very excited to i'm very excited to take my husband to florida because i used to when i was a kid go um have summer vacations um for a week right around labor day in naples florida mm -hmm. and the gulf water was always like bath water and it was just wonderful but so many of my friends since then have said why would you want to go in august that's the worst time to go to florida and i'm just like well because i want to and right. the water is wonderful I want to go to those places. You see them on Instagram. I guess it's in the Maldives with the huts on the water. The uh, water so yeah, clear. that's my dream. That's my dream. I want to. I want to take my wife there, and I want to. I want to go. I would. Then we're both going to make it happen. Yes, I would live on a hut on the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you seen? Um, my wife's big like the solar power, solar energy. Have mm -hmm. you seen those solar powered boats? No, but we have solar panels, so our airstream is going to be fully off the grid functional. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have boats that way. That's awesome. Yeah, they look like. Do you remember those old pogo balls from like the '80s? Um, were they no. like Saturn that you would jump on them? Might no, be the 90s. a ball that you would jump on. It was a toy. It was a toy of a kid. I wish I could find it, but it, it, it looks huh. like it looks Saturn. It's like a little rubber huh. ball, and it's oh, around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think they call them pogos. Well, the boat okay. looks like that. The bottom of it is a um, glass bottom boat, so you can see uh -huh. underneath. They got cool. solar panels in it and it's got a little motor. Uh, it only goes wow. like five miles an hour and it has like uh. its own little garden on it. It's like a self-sustaining garden. My gosh. And so I was like, all right, that's the only way you're getting me into one of those things if we're in the water. Jeez. There was a time where my husband saw this family that lived on this beautiful tugboat and like the interior was all this beautiful wood. And he's like, should we do this? Like, is this something we could do? And I was like, neither one of us was the first. Like, I love the water, but I don't know about boats. Mm -hmm. So... It's an airstream. It's a land boat instead. <laughs> Maybe they float. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. What's the last book you've read? 
I just finished, it was called Idaho. Um, and it's funny cause I texted my friend to say, thank you for recommending it this morning. Um, it was dark, but it was interesting and it was very good. Novel fiction. Do you have, is that your favorite style? Like fiction, fiction reads? Yeah. I love, um, just good, well-written, but you know, I'm, I'm a girl who loved Jane Austen high school. So not always that, you know, kind of era, but just good, well-written books. Who's your favorite author then? The Jane Austen? Um, uh, no, I mean like of all time. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I guess I gotta give it to her. Um, modern is like, I love a Leanne Moriarty book. Um, I might not even be saying that name correct, but I just love the twists and the turns, but it's sometimes a little sad and dark. I don't like horror very much. And then I actually, my producer of game over, just told me that his wife is, um, I guess you would call her genre, not action, but like thriller book writer, Kira. Oh, I should look it up because wouldn't that be a nice shout out for this? Uh, yes. beep, beep, K-I-R-A. Peacoff, P-E-I-K-O-F-F, -F, if I'm correct. And so now I really want to, it's one of them is called Mother Knows Best. And uh, now I really want to check it out because it's someone I know really well's wife who's like a legit published author. So I'm very excited to check it out, but it might be too scary for me. So we'll see. See, I like horror stories. Like uh, I yeah. will read Stephen King and Dean Koontz. Oh, I get too scared. We went to Maine uh, and stood outside. He had like his house is out there in Maine. So Stephen King, uh. we got to see his house and take pictures. It was so much fun. Hi. Somebody drove by screaming, nerds, like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. It's hilarious. Um, what's your favorite TV show? Of all time, How I Met Your Mother. Right now, what am I loving? Uh, I do really love Girls 5 Eva. We just finished that. Um, or I just I started watching it, and I don't normally like to watch things again. I'm very, mm -hmm. like, I want new, new, new. But I actually rewatched a couple episodes so my husband would get into it. So it's just funny and quirky and it's Tina Fey comedy and I really enjoy it. But also The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. Oh, I, can't, <laughs> I can't watch The Bachelor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> especially this season. Uh, I, I can't get into those shows. I understand. I, I, was like, I can't. I just it's yeah. it's one of those things like it, it's I like Survivor. Like I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but Survivor mm. is probably the only thing that I ever would watch. <laughs> um, I can't think of any other ones. And I know they're not really, they're all scripted, but still my wife is yeah. big onto that show alone where they take everybody. It's, I think it's a, it may be a YouTube channel, but I thought it was on okay. TV. It was, it was on alone. Um, history or something. I don't know. You have to ask her, but she's, they take like six people and they drop them off in the Alaskan weird wilderness. Oh. And they leave them. That's that's all oh, they have. Oh my goodness! And so most of them and a are, camera crew. <laughs> no, not even a camera crew. It's just they, they they take a personal like a GoPro or whatever. No you way. Know, and record, and then they send like I think it's like every three days they do like a wellness check on them, and oh, so they'll goodness. they'll come out and check on them, and then because a lot of them get parasites, they get sick, and I mean. Oh. I got to pull them out. Do such a thing? That's terrible. I have no idea. My wife's oh, I like that. I was like, oh, why would you do that? That is just stupid. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that is stupid. But watching it isn't. <laughs> I, people want to see that. I, I, she yeah. tried to get me to watch it. Was like, I can't watch that. Like, Let me go watch the boys. You watch the <laughs> Oh, that's a great show. Have you seen season two? Not yet. I'm about to start it. Okay. I don't know because it's so dark and it's so violent. You know, I like, I don't know if we're going to start it again, but I yeah. love it when I'm in it. But it's a great show. I have to make sure my kids aren't around. It's like, yeah. Every time I come exactly. on to like moth to a flame, like, yeah. like they would watching? love it. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sad. <laughs> what are you watching? What are uh, three things on your bucket list? 
Um, I, I, not just because you said it, but yes, I do want to go onto one of those overwater huts. Um, my ideal was in Bora Bora. That is one of them. Um, what else on my bucket list? Gosh, it's so hard. What a hard question. I guess I need to go. Okay. Like if I really was going to die tomorrow, I need to go to Italy again because it's my favorite place in the world ever. And I need to release all the songs that are <laughs> on my hard drive, you know, that I'm just waiting to release, finish the ones that are in production, but I'll, I'll have a voice note, you know, list forever that it's, they're not all going to get realized, which is sad to me because it's just the nature of being a songwriter that you have a list of titles and a list of concept ideas. And it's just never ending because you keep adding to it. And so that's, a bucket list, sad thing. They'll never all get finished, but there are certain ones that just have to get out there and have to get finished. And those are the ones that I try to get out there first and complete first. Um, we know you do your own songs, you sing, you song, right. But if somebody else could sing your song, who would you want mm -hmm. to sing? Adele. Adele. That was easy. <laughs> that was easy. That was Adele. Yep, yep, yep. Adele, sing my song, Adele. I'll do it. <laughs> all right. I got one more question for you. Okay. Um, what is the best advice? you ever got best advice I've ever gotten. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with best recent advice that I'm still following. Um, it is your job to make yourself happy because during quarantine, <laughs> there was one day where I love being outside. I hate, I should have done this interview outside. Why did I not do that? Um, I it just makes me very happy to be outside and I'm not good at staying indoors. And I know that I need it, but I like, don't, do it enough. Like I should have set my computer up outside today. And I said to my husband during quarantine, like, you know, that I need to get out. Like you should plan more date nights and you should help me more in that area. And we, you know, talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. And then both came to the conclusion, like, no, it's my job to make myself happy. Like, yes, every partner wants their partner to plan surprises and stuff like that. And it's a good thing to do, but it really is my job to make myself happy. And if I can, in a moment, it's my job, it's no one else's job. And so I, I don't know, I think we're here to make a good difference and to bring joy to ourselves and others and to minimize suffering. So if you can make yourself happy, do it, pick the restaurant you want, you know, like as long as it's not hurting someone else and find those small joys in small places. Right. And yeah. that's, that's a good, good part to, to yeah. end the interview part of it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, again, thank, thank you. Thank you, Kaylee, for coming Thank on the show. Thank you so I have, much. Uh, I'll listen to some music here in just a second, but uh, okay. since you do voiceover, I got a, I got a request for you now. Okay. All right. I want you to do in whatever weird voice you want to do, <laughs> uh, just say this is Kaylee Rose and you've listened to the Georgia Songbirds. <laughs> My normal voice, like the happy perky would be, hey, this is Kaylee Rose. You've listened to the Georgia Songbirds, but let's do a weird one. Um cheerleader is too basic and easy because i did that i'll do the witch no i feel like i can do it better all right um i want it to be really good now i'm putting all this pressure okay <laughs> i'll do the teen witch from red bull the okay. red bull commercial right is that what i want to do okay fine um hey this is kaylee rose and you've listened to the georgia songbirds <laughs> there we go <laughs> that's going to be on every one of my podcast episodes <laughs> Thank you for doing that. I'm like, what else can I do? A chipmunk, you know, a cheerleader. My, my wife hates when I do the Valley Girl. She goes, no, you no. got to stop that. Uh, you ever seen the movie <laughs> the, the Toy? No. Oh, it's no, it's a comedy with Richard Pryor <laughs> from the 80s oh, and uh, okay. Jackie Gleason. And there's this lady in there named Fancy. 
And uh, so she's, fancy. well, you ass. And I'm like, Diana, you just got to come and help me. She's, you need to yeah. stop talking to me like that right now. I, said, I can't, darling. I just, I can't stop talking I like can't. this. <laughs> So, I had to try to put on a British accent for an audition yesterday and I don't know how it went, but I tried, you know, so right. now I'm like, I want to do your accent. <laughs> I'll I work on it. I'll come back. What? <laughs> what? I never heard. <laughs> <laughs> Very fun. Uh, uh, thank so I, you. Thank you. Now I'm gonna pull this up so you can see the, yeah. um, the, uh, you did great by the way. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thanks for making it so fun. Uh, They're not always like this. <laughs> I tried to do it this way. Yeah. I, I could do the script, you know, and like we could yeah. talk just music, but I'm a hundred something episodes in now. That, that oh yeah. hundred really? Jeez. I didn't see. Well, there was a long list. Do you have them on Spotify too? Cause I think mm -hmm. I was looking on your website. Okay. They're on Spotify. Um, my big thing is like iHeart. That's what I wanted. That was like, oh. that was like a That's one major exciting. Steps, Right. Cause I tried when I first started and I wasn't uh -huh. obviously big enough for iHeart to so like, no, uh -huh. you're, you're not on my heart. It's fine. So I tried Wowzers. again like six, seven months ago and uh -huh. got accepted. And it's like, good for you. It's good step. what are they based? Is it like listenership or what? I have no idea. I guess mm -hmm. it's followers or listeners. I, I couldn't, uh -huh. I couldn't tell you because that's, that's too technical of a question from uh -huh. me. I understand. <laughs> do you have, cause I started a podcast recently and it's very small and very new, but do you have your stuff on anchor and can you like track your stats yep. and stuff like that? It's, yeah. it's on anchor. Um, that's where I, I use anchor cause it's, it's great. It's a great platform. It's free. Yeah. Um, and they will send it out everywhere. And iHeart, I had to reach out to, but mm -hmm. it's like on Spotify, you, you, you misuse anchor too, right? Mm -hmm. So it's on the same Spotify, yeah. Apple, um, iTunes, whatever they call it now, I think. Uh -huh. And the biggest, um, which surprised me, the biggest listenership comes from Apple. Hmm. That's impressive. Do you so, know, are they mostly songwriters or mostly just people who like music? That I, I couldn't tell you. It only shows like yeah, the age and, and females, but it probably is oh, songwriters or their fans. Cause what always, cause you push it out to your fans when it comes out yeah. and they listen and yeah. like, um, cause you did the, you're in the blue reason I asked that earlier was there was a lady, uh, one of the guests, Alyssa JC, she was from California and mm. she, that's her big theme is blue. She just loved uh, blue everything. I'm like, you're the second person. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> second person. I don't all to see it, but that's I like so red. Funny. So maybe that's my thing yeah. I'm, or black. I'm like all yeah. black Johnny cash. <laughs> hey, there you go. Do that. Absolutely. So thank you again, Kaylee, for coming. Oh, so much. I can't thank you enough. I'm glad it worked out too. So appreciate you being Okay, with my let's not do it. Okay, let's do it. You know. Yeah, not not a problem. And I said, what I'll do is this already pre-recorded, so I'll go and edit it, some of the stuff out, okay. um, and then I'll let you know before I release it. And what I always do is because uh, we do the top ten countdown. I don't know if you if you've seen that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, when your episode comes out, I'll have one of your songs put into the countdown, and it's all fan-based votes. So uh, once you're in, just share it with everybody, and all you right. get enough votes, you stay in week to week. All right. Thank you. So Thanks, much. Katie. Have a good one. End it, you know? All right. Well, we'll talk soon then. <laughs> Let's mm. leave it there. <laughs> bye. Talk soon. Okay, bye.